welcome to the first ever podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Bohm. Today, I'm talking to Chloe Chidez. She's a musician who's been active since she was a teenager, making music under the band Kitten, and most recently, playing guitar for Nasty Cherry. She has a very interesting story with a background in gymnastics, a brief moment acting, and then becoming a full-time musician, getting signed to a major label as she was just entering high school. You can see her talent and personality in action on the Netflix show, I'm With The Band, which was put together by Charlie XCX. I met Chloe at the post office a few years back, and I uh, really appreciated her energy and her kindness. So I was uh, really excited to have her on the show and to, uh, and to just talk to her. Uh, she, has a, she has a story like no one else that I really know. So I hope you enjoy this conversation like I did. This is the first ever podcast, and this is my conversation with Chloe Chidez. Chloe, thank you so much for doing this. I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk to you. Yes, I'm so excited. I love podcasts, so this is really exciting for me. Yeah, you were saying the other day that you, you're, you're really into podcasts right now. What are, what are your shows? What are you listening to? Is there any in particular? Um, well, Stable is like Mark Maron, you know, like if I'm... Sure. You know, if I'm cooking and I haven't listened to an episode recently, but, um, uh, you know, I was listening to, um, Josh Adam Myers 500, uh, great Rolling Stones 500 greatest albums, like during lockdown. So every morning I would put that on and like just kind of just like I would always pick an album that I hadn't listened to. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, was I don't say, know. That's sometimes like tough that to do. You sometimes want to stick with what you know and just hear people talk about that but it's always good to to branch out and try to get convinced of something that maybe you didn't try out before yes exactly and i'm with you i love i love wtf it's such a it's such a great show to just pop in and out of because he gets such extremely big guests that you're like oh my god i want to hear that Mm -hmm. person's story you know yeah yeah and i also like i like to know about his life too mark maron you know yeah he does a good job of updating us every every day or every every episode on what's going on with him. Which yeah, is yeah, nice. it's like his own reality show too. I'm like, I'm staying tuned, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I I ran into him. I've run into him a couple times, uh, just from like the Glendale Highland Park Eagle Rock sort of area. I saw him at yeah. um at the Whole Foods down the street from me. Maybe like I don't know, it was probably like eight months ago or something like that and, wait uh, the glendale whole foods exactly yeah it's the best one yeah right um yeah <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he he like was, i think he knew that i was gonna say something to him because he probably i was like you know generic white guy wearing a flannel and he, you know, <laughs> and he sees me and we're like and uh and i think he saw that i was like kind of waiting for that moment i was gonna wait i like kind of like was hanging around my car outside and then as soon as he came out i was like hey just want to say thanks thanks for doing the show Aww. i really appreciate well, it yeah you, you you talked to him I did, yeah. Nice. I no, I, for... I'm always that person. Like, I, wait, that's how we met. I think it is how we met. Yeah, which is, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I feel like that. I feel like that's worth uh, explaining on the podcast. Yes. Um, I think we were at the Glendale post office. We were, and you were in line, and I was in line, and I saw you, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the singer of Two Shane More!" Like, I have to say, what's up? Um, uh, and so I just went, yeah, I just went up to you. I just, like, what did I say? I don't know. I mean, I think you were just like in line behind me or or maybe yeah. in front of me or something, but you were really <laughs> sweet. You were like, you know, you're like, hey, I know your band, which is really, you know, it's uh, those situations are always really nice where you're like, oh, that's really flattering. Yeah, you know? for sure. Totally. Like, yeah, every time that happens to me and I'm with someone, I'm like, just FYI, 
never happens. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that never happens. So this is really cool moment for me. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Let's jump into you. So you're you're from Pasadena? Yes. Born and raised? Mm-hmm. Born and raised. Are you still yep. in Pasadena? No. You you know, it's funny. You've moved around so much, I feel like, or just in different places since I've known you. Because I, I remember you were in Glendale for a minute, but oh, you're, yeah, that's right. you're where now? Yeah. Um, I'm in Cypress Park, which is uh, like adjacent to Highland Park. Okay. So, Got it. Yeah. If someone doesn't know what it, like, if someone doesn't know that area, I'm just like, ah, oh, Highland Park. But um, yeah. So, and then before, before I was in Glendale, I was in New York. So I lived in New York for like eight years, kind of off and on. Okay. Um, yeah. And then not eight years. Whoa, four. Sorry. I just doubled that time <laughs> you just doubled it, in my yeah. life. Eight years. Uh, no, four years. Um, yeah, but yeah, I grew, so I grew up in Pasadena and then when I was 18, I moved to New York. Okay. God, that's the dream. I, I mean, did you, did you have like a romantic relationship with, with New York, like the tall buildings and you were just attracted to it or what, what brought you there? Um, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, as a kid growing up in LA, you kind of just want to conquer like the next biggest city, like in the country, you know, or something. It's like, so I don't know. I just, I wanted to, I really wanted to live in Brooklyn. A lot of my friends were living there and, um, I don't know. Yeah. I just, uh, I, well, I went there on a whim to visit my best friend who was living there at the time. And, um, and then, cause I kind of just got sick of living with my parents kind of vibe. I was like, ah, I can't take this anymore. I want like some freedom. So then, um, I went there and then I visited my friend at this DIY, um, like punk space, I guess. Uh, and they had, they had a recording studio. It was called the silent barn and they had eight residents and he was one of them. Um, and he was like, my roommate's moving out. You should apply to live here. And so I did. And then I got in and I just never went back. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we can we can get to to New York a little bit uh, later in your in your story oh, yes. here, but <laughs> sorry. Uh, <I'm> like- <laughs> so so you're born you're you're from Pasadena, and what do you remember? What your first introduction to music was like? The first music that caught your ear that excited you? If I'm being dead ass, probably Avril Lavigne was like my first. Like the first artist that I loved, you know, sure. my, my dad. Yeah. Um, like the album, let go. I was obsessed with that. Is that um, the one with skater boy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I knew <laughs> every word. Um, and like, I guess simultaneous to, to that album and like Avril Lavigne, my dad would play me a lot of just like great classic rock. Like, um, a lot of David Bowie. I don't know if he's considered classic rock, but um, a lot of Bowie, like a lot, like Deep Purple. He played me um, a lot of classic rock, and then like more uh, like indie stuff, like Cigarettes. So I don't know. It was a weird, a weird combo of all, of all that kind of. I uh, jazz, I, I saw through a little bit of my research that your pops played in a punk band. Yeah, so he played in a punk band um, called the Undertakers in East LA um was that when he was like like a teenager or yeah i guess a teenager yes he's in like the early like mexican east la punk scene nice um so yeah like the undertakers uh like alice bags like x like all that kind of stuff he he grew up with so was that um, was that music that was kind of like around the house a little bit when you were growing up you know what's funny is like not really because he like he would basically I was a gymnast so we would do the I used to drive like an hour to my gym so we that was like a big time big music listening time for us and anyways no nah, he would just be like no Chloe I was ahead of my time like I wasn't even on that <laughs> punk shit I was like my drumming was like John Bottom you know like he was more into like 
classic rock, like, you know, uh, fancy drumming, I guess. Okay, so this was it was one of those situations where potentially the three other members, four other members of the band needed a drummer uh, and he yes. was the drummer available, yes. though he wasn't a yes. punk. Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, he dressed the part of yada right. yada, but like, he, um, I mean, and, uh, yes, he like, like, he played me like uh, Generation X. I don't know if you listen to that, show, but sure, yeah, Billy, Billy Idol's Billy, first, Billy band, Idol, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know what he did? He played me like Sex Pistols, Ramones, like all the classic punk stuff, right? But it's um, funny, I, I feel like that's the uh, there's a there's a whole section in the world of unappreciated members of the band that are only in the band because they they were who was around you know what i'm saying yes exactly yeah i feel like a lot of i feel like in a lot of like small towns specifically across the country or across the world there's always like yeah the the punk band that has the the metalhead guitar player or you know exactly yeah yeah but then you start hanging out you all get the same haircut same jeans (laughs) like you know it's just and then people all they just assume you know uh you love tsol like who knows yeah exactly so you you uh you just mentioned you were a gymnast so was that like a big part of your childhood oh yeah that was my life yeah yeah i was um yeah that was that was that was my track for sure until I was like a uh, teenage, well, young teen, yeah. Okay. Um, but did you just grow out of it or what? You know, it's so. I just, I'm so ashamed to say, um, and I only admitted this to myself or and to others later on, but um, in my life. But I a trick, a uh, skill scared me, and it was just giving me too much anxiety, and I couldn't take it anymore. Hmm. And That's so I okay. Like, I, I, I know, but like they, that was kind of like. That was a bummer if you were a gymnast and you stopped because of a skill, you know, it was like, oh, you're gosh, you, but. Well, I mean, yeah, if anyone who's like familiar cool. with your live performances, I think you've, you know, continued the tradition. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, hopefully. yeah, no, totally. I mean, another reason was I just wanted to focus more on music stuff, you know, because, um, yeah. So basically when I, yeah, when I was nine, I started playing bass and then, um, I start my dad and I uh, started this like it's called Wild Youth. So it was just me and my friends. And we would do covers, um, but we're pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, when did was it like a dramatic shift for you between uh, like being a gymnast and then now I'm learning an instrument? Was it like the next phase? No, I was doing them at the same time. Okay, yes. Yeah, no, they were, they were like simultaneous and I was just, I would just get off on doing a lot of things, you know, um, at that time. So yeah, I was, I was playing my, my dad got me a bass for Christmas when I was nine and I was, I was really into school of rock, like the movie. Okay. <laughs> and so that, that was another like really big influence. Um, that me. might be my new favorite influence for, for episodes I've done on this show. I, I love School of Rock as the as the one. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, well there was actually like you know, looking back, there was a lot of there was a lot of girls in the band, you know? Yeah. And there was a girl who played bass and um I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just to see kids playing instruments. I don't know. I just it was a huge influence. I can't I love that. Say. No, that's Their inspiration. That's, it's very um, pure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would oh. watch it every single day. Actually. Uh, what was, yeah. uh, do you remember what your first bass was? Do you still have it? Oh, no, I don't remember. Um, actually, I think it was wooden, actually, now that, now that I think about it. And then, yeah, and the first song, 
the first song I learned, the first song I remember practicing with my little band was uh, National Anthem. I think that was the first song I learned how to play Radiohead. Because it's just like, do, 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 you know? Right, right, It's really right. kind of simple. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, my dad, like, he, he'd be like, ah, oh, no, I told her, music's too hard. Don't do it, Chloe. Ah. But of course he, like, you know, of course he, like, he loves music. So of course he wants to get into it. But like, yeah, it was like our thing. So then you said you started at you like when did that band start with you doing covers and things like that? Um, well, the goal was to play like I had this friend named Missy and she played piano and we both loved School of Rock. And we also liked the movie Freaky Friday. These okay. two movies were like really big for us. Sure. So um, and we also liked like uh, like all the cool fifth graders, the ones that like skated and played guitar, listen to like Black Sabbath and stuff. So we would like listen to that, too. Nice. Um, and then we just got this idea that we would like form a band and then play at the fun fair, which What's was the fun like fair? the fun fair was like um, it was just a fair that like South Pasadena put on every year for like okay. the elementary school aged kids. And that was the goal. So we're like, you know, so my dad helped us do it and we got the band together and we played the fun fair. How did you find the other people? Were they all kids in your class? Um. <clears throat> Yeah, they were they were kids in my in my school. One of them wasn't in my class, so there was like this virtuoso guitar player named Mac, and like everyone knew that he could like play guitar really well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and so he was like the goal. We we're like, okay, we got to get Mac in the band. <laughs> and then my brother's friend, who was two years older, played drums. Oh, awesome! And that's kind of, that that was the band. I played bass. He played guitar. So, you know, obviously, like when I was looking up all the stuff with you, like you have a very all over the place kind of like wild career. Talk to me about acting. Oh, my God. When did that like what like where in the timeline of your life is this? Because I saw you were on a, a TV show called Heist for yes. for for like a couple episodes. Like what? Yes. Like where did this all come from? Oh, wow. Nardwar over here with the info. Okay, <laughs> I mean, yes. it's, a, it, it's a, you know, <laughs> no, it comes no. r- real yeah. difficult with searching your name. But no, I was, you know, yeah. I'm super curious. <laughs> no, um, I'll just say, I don't know. My mom is a screenwriter. Really? So, um, yeah. So she worked on that show. Okay. The uh, heist. So I don't know. When I was nine, I don't know. I was just like singing. I was like, yo, I want to like be a performer kid. Like, I want to yeah. do that. You know, I'm growing up in LA, whatever. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's like, you know, I don't know. So um, I think this was when I was doing gymnastics uh, really heavily too. So I was like doing the band and I was doing the acting. And yeah, I think I just got an agent. That was actually my first audition that I went on. And they okay. were looking for someone who played an instrument. And I had on a Rolling Stones shirt. And I remember the showrunner later said, I just, like, I, I picked you because you had the Rolling Stones shirt. And I was like, oh, cool. And you nice. were in a band. Because that's what I said. So, I did, yeah. So, I just, then I did that. And then, so that was my first audition. And then I kept doing it for maybe a couple months later. And I didn't get anything. And I was like, oh, screw this. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is no fun. Yeah. Sure. So, I, I just, yeah. I kind of I kind of stopped um, doing that. But. I mean, my heart always goes yeah. out to uh, to to child actor kids because you have to, you know, everything is scary at that time in your life. And like the amount of times you get yeah. turned down for things, it's like that really yeah. hurts your ego or like not even yeah. ego because you don't even know what an ego is at that age. But like, you know, you your confidence has to be definitely 
yeah. you know, going through it at that time. Yeah. I remember I, I went for this, um, like, you, do you know American Girl Doll? You probably don't know what that is. I don't is, know what but, that um, is, but tell it's, me. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, uh, it's this like brand, it's this brand of uh, dolls and they make these like kind of nice dolls. Anyways, they have a theater in, in, at the Grove actually, where they put on a show and I auditioned for that and I didn't get it in fifth grade and I remember like crying for hours because oh. I was certain I got that I was like I got it. I'm singing I could do this and like, yeah that was sad okay <sighs> just remember that yeah no I I uh I, I always think about you know what because especially because there's a lot of there's a laundry list of of child actors that obviously when they get older have a rough go at life and all that sort of stuff and it's like well yeah. how could you blame them you know I like, know right the yeah. amount of of just mental gymnastics that you go through yeah you know? um, so so i mean you have this band you're you just killed it at the fun fest uh was it a competition <laughs> like did you win or anything or is it just you perform no they just had little almost like an assembly just like little performances like you know the cheerleading squad go up and then okay you know the that kind of thing what was next? Like, did uh, did the idea for your band Kitten start somewhere after that, or like how? Like, because the you yeah. guys started, I think, in like two thousand nine. Yeah, I was doing Wild Youth, and then my my dad had a friend that did music, so my dad had a studio simultaneously. Like, he just had, he had a studio that he would bring his friends in, and they would record or just bands or whatever. He would rent it out. And one of his friends, um, I basically met this guy and he sort of was like, hey, you should ditch this wild youth and do your own solo thing. And I was like, okay, cool. That's a good idea. And then so he started managing me basically. Um, and that's when I started Kitten. And okay. um, he would he would show me some of his songs and he kind of like, he kind of taught me how to play guitar. Um, and that's when like Kitten started basically. Okay. And just so I don't, lose track of something was wild youth the yeah. band that played the fun fest or was that a band after no that that was the fun fair band okay got it got it yeah yeah um, yeah so that that went on for like i don't know from like nine to 14 for me and how far did like were you always just doing covers or were you starting to write your own songs and yeah so i started that to write like? my own songs yeah yeah basically the minute i learned how to play guitar i started writing songs like the minute i learned a c chord i was like oh mm. okay you know, and I remember my first song was probably just like whatever chords I had learned, you know? Yeah. Um, so were you doing it all solo and then eventually you got members to start joining the band or how did that play out? Because you've I, I know you're the founding member and, and the, you know, the only original member and all that sort of stuff. So how does uh how does that play in? Like, how does that start? OK, so I started playing open mics just on my acoustic guitar guitar, because this is like I was transitioning from like playing covers on the bass to like writing songs right like i was you know to like singer songwriter so i guess so um i was i was playing these open mics and then um and then i got my own night at one of the open mics and then at the open mic was this woman and she's like i know the head of hollywood records so i was like in eighth grade and i was sort of making demos for kitten at this time with songs i'd written and songs the guy had had given me mm -hmm. um and then she was like, I know this guy at Hollywood Records. Like, he would love you going. I was 15 at the time or 14. Uh, I'm going to set you up with a meeting. So then I remember the first day of high school, I went on this meeting. 
with Hollywood Records. And then um, the next day he was like, I want to sign you for like all this, you know, big deal, big record deal. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So then so, so then that's when it became like pretty like serious, you know. Um, and and then for the next six months, uh, I guess I was like my family and this manager guy were like negotiating this deal with Hollywood Records. And then Atlanta came in the last minute. And then that's when I started, like, once I signed the deal, like, the manager guy philosophy was, like, you got a tour. Plus, obviously, what, 15-year-old kid doesn't want a tour? So, of course, I was, like, yeah. She's, like, she's got a tour. She's got a tour. And, like, be, like, you know, serious serious artist. Um, so then from that point on, I just started touring, like, a ton. So And then get, yeah, and the, the band uh, getting, like, young kids, like, around L.A. to play with me. There's man, I have so many questions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for, I know. First, it's like a crazy story. Firstly, I mean this, and this is a pardon how adult and boring this question is, but like, did no, your no, no. schoolwork immediately start suffering? Because that seems like your first day, you know, of of uh, of like high school or whatever, and then you have this big meeting, and then you're signed to a record label. Like, how do you focus yeah. on school? There was so much going on at that time. My parents were getting a divorce, you know, yeah, and like. I was, that's kind of when I started like smoking weed, drinking, shit like that, you know? Like, so that was the, the, I was like becoming, I was becoming rebellious and like, uh, my teen years were sort of like starting in that sort of way. But I was also this like adult, like, you know, situation was also in front of me. So in terms of my schoolwork, you know what? In retrospect, I think it was okay. I was, I was like getting B's. Oh, okay. And I was like, I was like in like between C and, and A. Yeah, sure. I think geometry, I was failing. Yeah, but well, I don't even. I don't. Yeah, there was definitely an afterthought at that point. For sure. Yeah, I um, mean, I give you credit for even showing up to school. You know, that's that's a lot to put on a plate of someone yeah. who. Uh, I don't know. The, between between where you are in your life, what you're go, what's going on at home, and then you know you have these big dreams and aspirations. It's like. You know, I give you I give you credit for still doing your homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but then I, uh, I mean, I stopped going to school like middle of ninth grade. Really? Um, yeah, because I got this huge record deal, and my parents were like, "Okay, well, I guess you're gonna do this now. I guess I guess you're good." You know that kind of vibe. And um, then I went to South by Southwest. Um, I went to the UK. And how old like are you? Because I get the label. You're like 16, 15? Uh, 15. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm reliving this right now. Yeah. So, two thousand. So, because, I, you know, there's like a, I think on your Wikipedia page, there was like a list of uh, tours you'd done. So, 2011, yeah. was that your first tour with Young the Giant? Was that the first tour or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so at that time, t- uh, the band, by the way, was uh, the guys in Fiddler. <laughs> oh, really? You know that band? Yeah. yeah. So they so that was my band when I was like fifteen. Oh, crazy! Um, yeah, that, yeah, it's so funny. People are always like, "What?" Um, because yeah, so I don't know if you met them, but they were they were I don't they know were, they were no. they were like seventeen, eighteen as well. Okay. So, anyways, do you go to the same school or something, or, or where did you where did you come or how did you get did to know I, them? My first guitar player was from Craigslist. A guy my mom found on Craigslist. <laughs> And he was, cause she was just looking for someone young, like, like, right. you know, 17, 18, like around my age. Um, and so he knew, uh, the guys in Fiddler basically. Okay. Like two of the members. Wow. 
Wow. And then Fiddler low-key kind of started like met in Kitten. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought they were so cool. They were like yeah. my older brothers. I could like never reach their level of cool. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh so wow, you so so then you yeah, you because I, I it's I find it interesting, you know, like you have a kind of career that is, you know, I think different from a lot of a lot of other people's in the sense of, you know, you signed to a, a big record label and then you do a few years of touring before you even have a full record come out, right? Because, I mean, like, looking at it, yeah. it's like you toured with, you know, Young the Giant, Joy Formidable, yeah. Paramore, like, yeah. Charlie, yeah. XCX, like, uh, and then your record in the neighborhood, and then your record came out in 2014. So, like, you had an EP out, correct? Like, is that what you were... Because I know, you like, just looking at your discography, you've done a, a lot yeah. of EPs, like a shit ton yeah. of EPs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that yeah. was that your choice or was that just, like, label being like, just put out a few songs and then go on tour? Put out a few songs, go on tour? Oh, yeah. I think that was just the, the label delaying an album like they do. I don't know why they like to not put out full-length albums, but, you know. Um, yeah, that, 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 that wasn't my choice. I think I made, like, three albums. That wow. were then like made into EPs, yeah. Is that? So, I mean, yeah. you're also. I'm, you know, I'm keeping in mind that you're you're young at this. Like, was that tough for you to deal with? Yeah, I was just kind of. I was just listening to that manager guy. You know, I was like, okay, you know, it was frustrating, but I was like, cool. Um, yeah, it, I think in some ways, I I think that the amount of touring I did was foolish I'm like why did why was I touring so much I, but in other ways I'm like you know I'm like oh well maybe it made me the you know performer I am today or something um I don't know so with those first started with those first tours were you doing a lot of singer like singer songwriter stuff was it like uh you and an acoustic or was it full band like straight out the gate with like the young oh, the it was tour? full band straight out the gate like, okay cool I, yeah, I I was I was wilding it out like, <laughs> but I was actually but I was playing guitar a lot. I remember, um, I was I was playing like the electric guitar and singing yeah. more so than I than I am now. Right. Right. I'm, yeah. On stage, like in kitten. Yeah. Um, from those early, I, I you know again you know just looking at all the tours you've done, huge acts like. How do you, were, were you just, were you ever, did you ever deal with any sort of stage fright or anything like that? Or were you just like, fucking let's go? No, I, I never dealt with that really. I, oh, good, I remember the first, you. the first, yeah, the first, like, I, I, there's this crazy moment. I remember when I first stepped on stage at the fun fair and I played that bass, like I got off stage and I was like, I got this. Like it was, <sighs> it was a weird, like the, it was like a click. Like I got yeah. up there. And I remember singing Wild Thing, and I was like, you move me. And I was just like, I got <laughs> swagger, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Where I was yeah. just like, it's a, it's a switch. Um, but yeah, yeah. Although I will, okay, so that, that time, though, when I, I was getting shawait, I was getting fucked up. Hmm. Like, as yeah, and that, that was no good. So okay. maybe that had, that was, that was some, like, pressure. I don't know what to do with something, but sure um when I, was, when I was a kid but yeah no i was yeah i would i would go there was a song at the end of our set called um yeah there's a song at the end of our set called kitten and it was like there was like this kind of like punk outro thing and i would always like climb up on something and just like go crazy so i was doing that from a pretty young age yeah where did uh where did that sort of spirit because you know anyone who follows you always you know especially when the world was normal and you could tour uh there would always be the videos of you 
just climbing the tallest, scariest looking things. But my favorite part of watching those clips was always the security guard looking like they're about to have a straight panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) Like standing over, like like right next to you as you're like swinging off a banister, like over, you know, like 40 feet up. Yeah. Yeah. The climb, I literally have no idea where that came from. I, I think it's like, I have an adrenaline problem. I think that's where it comes from. And just like, I, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm doing a show and it's the last song, I want whoever's in the back to, and if, if they're not paying attention to like pay attention, you know, Straight like, up. I think that's where it comes from. Of just like, you're going to watch this watch, you know, I think, right. that, I think that's where it comes from. So your record comes out in 2014. Did that feel like a huge accomplishment where you're just like, fuck, yeah, I got the record out. Let's do this. Yeah, I think when I when things started really rolling um, was when we went on tour with Paramore and I we released an EP called Cut It Out. And that's when I that mm-hmm. sort of connection happened between like, OK, this is music I would listen to. I love this, you know. <clears throat> um, and yeah, that's when we went on tour with Paramore and um no, like we opened for No Doubt and like we were just playing very big, big, uh, big rooms. And that was super fun. And I had already had, you know, pretty a lot of experience like that. I mean, at that time, like playing live. So I felt like confident to do so. And I the band at that time, we were like, we were vibing. I was like, you know, we were like good friends and they were my age. And we were in the same like friend circle. And so that was cool to have not they weren't that much older than me, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, that that's when things started like vibing. And so, what year in there did you were you did you move to New York? Was that twenty what? Uh, twenty fourteen. Yeah. So then 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 I released the the album, and that's when uh the guy I don't know if we're calling him the guy. He's just called the guy today. But that's yeah. when we split ways, and that was a really big deal. Um, for okay. Me, like personally, and just the whole thing was like a big big uh big shift. And yeah. that's when I that's when I moved to New York because I was like, okay, it's fresh start. I want to find a new, um, new partner, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I think the last time we hung out was you had just wrapped up filming the Netflix show that I'm within the uh, I'm with the band. I oh, think yeah. it was probably around the time <clears throat> you wrapped that up. Um, yeah. I know you had already toured with Charlie XCX. Is that uh, is that how that relationship started to be in that band? Um, yeah, I actually met her on MySpace when I was 14 and she was 16. Oh, she shit. messaged me. Yeah. And she was like, uh, someone just show me a video. Like when you're in the UK, let's rage. That was her message. And oh, then years awesome. later I saw her on Pitchfork and I was like, is that the same? No. And then I, and then she was playing the Troubadour like a month later and I told my booking agent, um, to see if she had any opening for her. And that's when we sort of reconnected. I was, I think I was like 17. Yeah. And then we just started. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's when the relationship like really started. I opened for her and then we just, yeah, started playing shows. How did the nasty cherry thing come your way? Did you just like wake up to an email being like, Hey, do you want to be a part of this wild idea? No, no. Like, so she had a birthday party in Palm Springs. Um, I think she was turning 25 or 26, maybe even 24. And, um, like that same week we got back and we all went to like, um, like get drinks or Mexican food or something. She invited me and then she just like, yeah, took me aside and she's like, Hey, like I had this idea for this girl band. It's a TV show at the same time. Like, do you want to be the guitar player? And I was like, 
yeah, sure. You know, I was like, <laughs> cool. I mean, it sounded so, you know, it sounded so not, not the, not, not, not far-fetched, but like in the future, I was like, wow, if that actually happens, cool. But like, I'm not going to like get your hopes, you know, up. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to get my hopes up. So it was kind of that for like two years of oh, wow. like that. I mean, of course that'd be a dream, but like, I've been, I've been doing this for so long. I know not to like, yeah, get my hopes up. Yeah. And then we, we went in for a meeting with Netflix, um, like a year after she, she told me about this. And then a year after that is when we actually started filming. And what was, I mean, you, did you, did you feel a little more confident in that situation based off your prior acting kid life? You know, like you felt a little um, more comfortable in front of the camera or was it still super weird? Oh, well, I mean, that's, yeah, no, you, I think none of us had any idea what to expect because they're, they're, you know, you're not acting. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to catch you as you. So, um, no, I I was nervous as hell for sure. And how long was that shooting period? That was like four months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What were, what were your takeaways from that experience? Like was, I mean, that's such a big question I know, but like not a lot of people get to experience, but you obviously, obviously experienced doing that, like writing songs, being in a band while also yeah. being filmed. Yeah. Oh, so much. I will say big takeaway I have is document things because I'm, <laughs> I'm really thankful that like, you know, the, our first song and writing it is documented. Like that was cool. And like, I think moving forward, I've like documented way more stuff. Um, but like, yeah, on like a, on like a, a spiritual level, emotional, like business, <laughs> I don't know, a uh, creative. Well, two of the, the girls in the band, um, weren't musicians previously. And mm. I think, I don't know if that experience, um, planted this seed in my head but like i've i've started making music with so many people who've never who don't make music like just like someone that you just are friends with or admire or think is cool you're like hey you should try to write a song with me oh dude like if i'm connecting with someone like a lot of my skater friends too like like i don't know well i'll just we'll go back to my place we'll make some food and then i don't know we're just hanging out and i'm like man i really like them they're really cool and i'll just start playing i'll just like put on a beat like i'll just and I'll, we just start I'm like, you got this. Like, well, and then we'll just, whatever we were talking about earlier, I'll just be like, yeah, dude, let's write a song called Emotions. Let's do it right now. Yeah. And we just do it. I don't know. I, I, I've i been really enjoying that lately. Oh, that's really, is uh, that, has that kind of been your, your like lockdown uh, enjoyment? Like, like the thing uh, that's keeping you kind of excited and motivated? Just like just making random music with, with people that you, you know, you've connected with. Yes. Yeah. I've kind of like reverted to like when I first started doing music in the sense that I'm just like, let's just go. Let's just make music whenever. Like who can't like, let's play guitar. Let's play the bass. Like I'm, I feel like there's a, you know, a lot of musicians that I know and I'm like this too. It's like, Oh no, we can't write a song right now. That's too much. There's too many, like there's a lot of like emotional. Yeah. Like baggage attached to like making music, you know, or something. And I'm trying to like rid away from that and just be like, yo, let's just jam out on the guitar. Like, <laughs> Well, that, no, that's, see what happens. That's that's beautiful. That's like a very pure thing to do. I I can relate so much with that. I I you know the guys. I mean, I've been playing in the same band with these guys for twelve years now, and like whenever. Which, by the we, way, I admire so much. That's oh, thank just you. So amazing. That's uh, just like. I appreciate yeah, it. Hat goes off to you. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but it's, it's exactly what you said though. Where 
you know, when we have the moment where we finally go, like, we need to start writing. It's Mm -hmm. tough. It's tough getting everybody prepared because they know Mm. it's a big emotional event investment. It means that we're all meeting up together in the same small, you know, like, like I'm picturing it now. 10 by five room (laughs) where, where we all, you know, um, I think a big part of the reason why we've stayed together as long as we have is because we know how to give each other space, you know, like when we're, Mm, when we get home from a tour, we just spread and we don't see each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like a group Mm -hmm. text that like, uh, it's basically just a, a, a text thread of jokes falling flat. Um, <laughs> you know? so, so yeah. we, we have like a very, you know, but when we get together, it's always exciting though, because it's like, you know, you're seeing, it's like a reunion. It's you're catching up with your friends that you haven't really yeah. spent a lot of time with, but it, like, yeah. it's like you're saying though, it's like, there's a, there's a big emotional investment and it takes kind of, I don't necessarily want to say pulling teeth, but it's like, you know, is everybody available to like start working, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get it. No, like, exactly. Yeah. No, that that I like that reunion vibe. That's like that's that's uh that's definitely a good way to like start off too. But you know what? Um uh Flea told me recently. Uh-huh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> a sentence not a lot of people can say, but go ahead. Yes. So she was okay. Um long story, but basically, um he was saying because they're they're making a new record right now, and every time they get together, they just ev- since the beginning of time they just jam for an hour, and it doesn't matter what happens, but like just to connect. Oh wow! And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Maybe I should do that. Like with you know, and I was like, that's just so he's like just to remember like why we do this, and you right. know, um, yeah, just the music. And that's really cool to hear from someone who's obviously been more or less with the same, yeah. most of the same people. Yeah. All, you know, yeah, I think exactly. Yeah. Three of them have been the same. But yeah. That's, uh, Shante's back. No, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. So you, you did the first season of the show, came out last year, and then you have re- semi recently put out like the season two EP for Nasty Cherry. Is that going to go mm-hmm. up on Netflix or no? Was it just like a, a new batch of songs that you recorded since then? Oh, new batch of songs. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's like going on with like, production. Okay. You know, with that whole Netflix world. But um, yeah, no, that was just, that was just, that was the music. Um, because yeah, I mean, I think the band did better than people expected. Um, like before even the show was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just like the the band exists. Sure. Did you do much <clears throat> touring with Nasty Cherry? We did one. We no, we did one like sold out UK European tour that was amazing, and this was like right before the COVID hit. Um, and we were gonna do South by, and we were playing all these festivals, and then you know, yeah, the Roni, <laughs> the Roni, yeah, <laughs> but That's- yeah. Well, at least you left on a, I mean, not left as if the band broke up, but like you ended on a high note, you know? Like yes. You, and you, it, you yeah. saw there was the potential for it to continue going. Yeah. yeah. And I, I got to ask, because you've been posting about it. What's what's Body Party? <laughs> what's what's <laughs> going on? I, I saw you saw recently post about that. Is this a new band or what is what is this? Um. Yes. So uh, basically, I invited some girls over for a girl hang. I met... <clears throat> A bunch of girls of this girl skating thing. And then um, 
me and the girl who put it on, her name is Felicia. We were like sitting and eating cheese for like two hours, dude. Nobody showed up. <laughs> and then um, we we're just like, well, should we post more? And then um, these girls showed up and I don't know, they're turned. They just got the outfits and this and that. So I was just like, hey, we should start a girl skate crew. That'd be cool. So I just approached them with the idea. And then we were hanging out in the night skating outside whatever and then um we we're listening to smashing pumpkins 1979 Great and song. i was like i was like guys we could do this right now they're like and so then i just went to my computer and we wrote this song because we'd been talking about the the um the skate crew and we, we decided to call it body party and so then we just wrote this song called body party and i was like i guess we're a band <laughs> and then <laughs> and then um we did like a uh studio session and we did this like huge photo shoot that we did the next week later and then released then like announced it and then um yeah like we got like 60,000 TikTok followers in like three days it was crazy so was the song up no there's no music yet okay wow Uh, but we're releasing yeah so the first single's done and we're uh I mean the album's Basically, the way we worked the first studio session, we did like six six songs, and then the next we have one tomorrow. I'm just gonna like, okay, guys, six songs, and then the album's gonna be done. Jeez, I I really appreciate how just fun it seems you make everything. You know what I'm saying? Like like you're I'll you're stop. always <laughs> no I, no I mean it though. Like you're always it seems like you're just always have your ear out for that moment to make something cool. Or make something exciting Aww. or make something interesting. Thank and I you. Think, that's and, so sweet. No, but I mean it though. Like um, I, I think that's that's a that's a real gift, you know. I think especially Aww. in the world where like if you're from LA, where you know, our 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 city flag should just be a pair of eyes rolling to the side because we're all passive aggressive assholes. So like the fact that oh, the, yeah, the, no. the fact that you you know you find this like pure just sort of excitement for music and and what you're doing and the people you're collaborating with and all of that. I think that speaks volumes to you know your character and what and um what oh. you can really kind of bring. Oh well, thank you. That really means a lot to me. Like thank you. I I just I think. You know, I guess we just went through my whole life story as a musician. But, like, I think after all that time, all I realized, like, the best music and the best work and the best art comes out of just having fun with whoever you're with. And, like, that's where the motivation comes from is just, like, that that excitement and that hope and, like, you know, um, like, let, let's do this and have fun attitude. Like, because I feel like whenever – when I get in a block, it's because I'm overthinking things and I'm – I mean, Charlie, I mean, Charlie taught me this too. She was like, dude, just, just go for it. Don't think about anything. Just, just go. And like, sometimes you make mistakes, you know, with that attitude. Yeah. But, um, cause you're going quickly and maybe you'll put something out that's like not very good and stupid, but like, whatever you, you know, you're on to the next, like. Well, yo, yeah. I know we could do this all day. So let me, let me uh, yeah. hit you with the last question and then uh, yeah, I'll yeah. let you get on with your day, which is, uh, do you remember the first time where you felt like you, you know, with with all the stuff you've been going, you know, you had gone through with like, you know, the the from from starting your first band to learning bass to to all of these different things. Do you remember the first time where you felt like, oh my God, we're actually doing it? Like I'm 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 doing the thing that I've been working so hard towards. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I think the first time I opened for Paramore. Sure. That shit was so exciting, Jeremy. Oh my gosh. You know, to get, and especially their fans, you walk out and they're screaming and Haley's like, I think you're, you know, 
I think you're the next to me. You know what I mean? Aww. And uh, yeah. And like, that was, that was, I think I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Were you, were you in a, were you like 17, 16, 17 when you did that? I was 17. 17. 17. Yeah. Do you remember where the first, sh- where that first show was? Like It was what, in it was Pomona. You love oh, this whoa. spot. Fox Theater. Yeah. I'm sure you played there a bunch of times. Actually, yeah. wait, no, that's where I first saw you. That's oh, where I first F- saw you. Yes. Was it the it wasn't, Circus yeah, it wasn't Survive? Yeah, it wasn't that was Yes, sorry. Yeah, Circus Survive. Mm-hmm. I want my ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yes. That's and he awesome. was like the lineup. Yeah, it was with Bounce and Composure, you guys. And I think there was one other Oh, artist. brother. Yeah. Oh, brother. Yeah. That was a sick lineup. Yeah. That's I'm still sorry. one of my that favorite That was the tours. first time. Yeah. 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 That was epic. That was really Damn. cool. So yeah, that's why the Paramore played there. That seems like a small. That even seems. I mean, it's a big room, but it seems almost small yeah. for them. Was it well, like they, a purposely yeah. smaller tour? Yes. No. It was purpose. It was like it was a purposely small show for them. Um. But and the whole tour was like a theater tour, like sold yeah. out crazy. Um. Because this was like their ain't it fun? This was a big record for them. But yeah, this was the beginning. So they took us on like their theater, their theater like when the record first came out, like sold out, like hype show, hype tour, you know? Um, I feel like that's the best situation because it's like intimate yeah, and the crowd is yeah, right there. So sick. And yeah, and the crowd, they're all like super there. Yeah. But this was the first, this was before that tour. So this was kind of like our like audition as a band, I feel like to, to go on tour with them low key, you know? Yeah. Um, but then they just like fell in love with us. They were like, oh, I think like Haley like saw, you know, saw herself in me or something right but i don't know i don't know these days but sure yeah that was that was fun absolutely i mean that's that's a yeah. dream tour for just about anybody so congratulations yeah. on yeah. getting to do that that had to have been really really exciting well chloe thank you so much for for your time today this is this is a lot of fun oh. i'm glad we got to uh to get this uh to get this going and i'm looking me forward too. to oh my the, gosh your hundred yes. releases by the end of the year Woohoo! No, thank you. And yeah, thank you so much for uh it's an honor to be on with you and thank you for asking me. <laughs> anytime, yeah. anytime. If I could find Actually. an excuse to uh to have another first uh first experiences conversation with you, I'm I'll take it. Oh, thank you. All right, I'll let you go. Oh. All right, cool. we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, Please subscribe or follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you choose to listen. And if you can spare a moment to give us a rating and review on Apple, it helps the show gain more visibility and that can make all the difference. Thank you, and I'll see you again next week. Yeah.